0: I know that you are all about to jizz in your pants and your panties are wet but first before we get started on this week's episode you know the motherfucking drill honey baby oh oh honey you guys the reason this show is able to happen is because of our sponsors like honey honey is call her daddy's presenting sponsor you know the situation you guys it's free Oh my God, it's free. It's free. You download it. It's an online browser extension that you download onto your computer. And then when you are going online shopping, you go to checkout, honey drops down, you press apply coupons and it scans the entire internet for any coupon it can find. And it applies it to your cart. And you literally just watch your checkout cart price Drop so it literally just saves you free money. It supports over about thirty thousand stores online. So you guys, basically, wherever you're online shopping, you're about to save money. You're fucking welcome. If you don't use Honey, you're literally just taking an L in free savings. So bitches, you know the fucking drill. You're going to go to joinhoney.com/daddy. That's joinhoney.com/daddy. Do you call him daddy? Do I call? Her- her daddy call her daddy <laughs> daddy game, can you hear me hello it is the alexandra cooper and i am sitting with what i would consider the ultimate daddy. Yes. Yes. Under disco tree. You're not supposed to talk yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. My I'm first just podcast. You can talk, but No, 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 it's fine. Um, Guys,
1: introducing Miley fucking Cyrus. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to my house. Thank you for sitting under the disco tree.
0: I'm just feeling kind of like vibes right now.
1: Oh, it's vibey. Well,
0: to our right, Miley and I have penises.
1: Two penises. Two
0: penises. So
1: before you got here, I ran into my living room. One, I think everyone in my house got a little scared. When I was like, oh, I have dildos. I should put them on the table. They're, like, inappropriate. Don't do that. But they're not quite dildos. They've never been used. No, 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 for what, Listen, Not by me, anyway. This
0: is the Call Her Daddy podcast. It would be okay if people were, like, having sex behind us. Like, we live for anything sexual. This is, like... So this is good. The safer
1: platform for me. That's why I'm not doing much press besides this. Okay, perfect. This is the only place that <laughs> is probably appropriate.
0: Right, right, right. Because I'll take it too far, and then you can, like, bring it down, which is, like, maybe a little different for you than That's normal. That's different. Okay, yeah. we love this. So the fucking song <gasps> let me tell you a little story okay okay so I'm sitting in my hotel room and um Kelly the woman that's here with me in LA is like I'm gonna play you Miley's song we're gonna get you to play Miley's song and I'm like I have never in my life if you have told me that I was going to be listening to your song early release I'm like what what is my life I'm a fucking loser from Pennsylvania like what's happening I listen to the song I have an orgasm no I'm just kidding oh I, I am like wet listening to your song yes. Miley Miley, Midnight Sky, yes. tell us about it. It's iconic. So, I'm sorry, but like, I'm getting excited for Midnight you. Midnight
1: Sky, I'm like very, very into... I mean, kind of throughout my career, I've felt like I've been able to introduce my fans to music they may not know, like whether it's sitting in this backyard and covering Jolene for Backyard Sessions or playing... One. Like, I have this really funny video that I love of... Playing Smells Like Teen Spirit when I was on the Hannah Montana tour and like all the kids were really upset about it and weren't digging it at all. They're like, like, Miley,
0: what are you saying? Yeah, four
1: (laughs) random moms were kind of singing along. Also, I was yelling my libido while all these children, it was like a whole thing. (laughs) Um, And so I felt like I always do these covers, but I wanted one of my own. I wanted a song that felt classic. I wanted a song that felt like it was from the era of which I usually pull my inspiration from but like really not being afraid really being unapologetic about the tone the sonics the lyrics and as you and I were watching the video and we started talking about I think it's really special how having this kind of like anthemic you know pansexual bisexual anthem of this song that like plays with gender roles and it's like unapologetically saying in the chorus like my lips on her mouth and then he's got his hands on my waist and like there's just not songs for people that can identify with like these lyrics yes. um and so i just thought that it was a a really empowering thing for me and then for my listeners because i just felt like It was a song that felt really honest. And and then when you and I were watching the video and talking about, like, how the video kind of just, like, captured my spirit. And I felt like that hasn't really happened before. I felt the same way about the video. I felt like that was, like, me in my most authentic form. And so it just feels very, um, like, celebratory right now. I just feel that's what we were talking about, like how I feel like I'm really just thriving. Yes, that's, that's, she's, thr- guys, that's, she's thriving. Guys, she's thriving. Yeah. She's thriving.
0: I, when I heard you, like, the lyric about, like, you kissing her on her mouth, I was like, fuck yes. Fuck yes, queen, because so many people that listen to my podcast are fucking terrified about embracing who they are because you're fortunate that like, I want to talk to you a little bit about you like realizing your sexuality. And I know that you're very open about like, you love everything Mm. and you're not putting yourself in a box, but some people don't live in LA or Mm. have parents that would be supportive and they're fucking terrified. And I feel like this song is just, changing the game because it's like you're talking about a woman you're talking about a man and it's normal and it's coming from Miley Cyrus so you can fucking listen to it and you can kiss a woman and you can kiss a man and it's fucking fine. And
1: I like the idea that you kind of say it's normal because I really think that normalization is like the first step to just feeling like fully um, that acceptance and I think like not just for it to feel normal from the outside but feeling like comfortable to Within. you and normal to you and um, so yeah it was just like Definitely writing it in the studio, even with you know some of my like peers, trying to kind of explain that to them why it was important because they were like, "Isn't it kind of confusing?" You know, like the pop structure is that the chorus says the same thing every time, so it like gets burned into your brain. So when you're at a concert and people get wasted, they're never like, "Wait, what does she say there?" You really want it. There's like a formula, you know. I think everyone, whether you make pop music or not, know that there's like a pop formula, and this really goes against that by. Having this like gender swap in uh, lyrics because you know in a way it's challenging right. the system and challenging structure which is what I always do.
0: I when I heard. I was born to run. I don't belong to anyone. I was like, "Good night, goodbye, hello, welcome to Call Her Daddy. That's literally like the everything I try to tell anyone that listens to this podcast. I'm like, you belong to yourself and you can do whatever the fuck you want. And you don't have to apologize for anything. And that lyric, I'm like, oh my God, Miley, like you fucking hit it.
1: And I was kind of thinking about that today, like even getting ready, because like before you got here... I had on my hoodie and like you I had on my your sweatshirt. Hoodie. Oh my god, I'm a hoodie queen. Too. I had on my fucking leggings.
0: And now she has her tits out. Now I got my exactly. That was my
1: next step. What you, made
0: what made you change?
1: Okay, so you were coming here and I, I was sitting like in my kitchen doing all my I was kinda thinking about like what I would want to because, like I usually don't have this freedom just to like really talk. That's one thing that I'm learning that I do dig about podcasts. It's yeah. like you can really actually get into it. Yeah. And sometimes like I do feel like on shows you got such a quick amount of time and like you're so censored that I don't always get out my full thought. So to my full thought is I was sitting in my leggings, my sweatshirt and like really working and and then knowing you were coming here, I went and like got ready and I I did my makeup in like fifteen minutes, got everything done in fifteen minutes. And I realized like something that I thought would be important to say was that I wasn't getting dressed for you and I wasn't getting dressed for like someone to think that I look sexy. I was getting dressed for me. And I think that's something that's different um, now that I'm a little bit older that changed. Like I think maybe that happened like through my last breakup. I feel like maybe since I was like 26, only in the last year have I felt like I always am doing what I want for me. Because I don't think that there's been a period which like – I know isn't the most relatable thing to say, but there hasn't really been a period for me where I felt, like, super insecure with my sexuality. Like, I've just been that way. Like, I used yeah. to strip naked, completely <laughs> naked, in a Cracker Barrel when I was age of three and, like, roll around on the ground. Oh my so God, that's just, like, that. that's just like who I am. <laughs> we, we
0: love that. And America loved it when you did it more on, like, TV. Oh, yeah, so they loved love that.
1: They loved that. Um, so I was thinking about, like, I guess in the last year has been really transformative, and we were talking about on the couch before we started, just about, like how i felt like this self-realization period that's yeah. going on kind of universally and culturally i kind of started having that like over the past 2 years through a little bit of trauma right. like physical like my house burning down was like Fuck. basically one of the most transformative periods of my life I can't even and imagine. um going through a massive breakup and i just feel like one thing that i gained through all the loss is an idea that what I do is for me. And that doesn't mean that you're selfish. And that comes from like a lot of the guilt that you and I were talking about before we started this podcast also (laughs) about like how much guilt that I feel like I've always had about feeling like I know how fortunate I am and I don't really feel comfortable with that. I don't feel comfortable with my privilege. And I think the only way through it has been through a little bit of trauma and I just want to really
0: say good. first of all that's like the most beautiful thing because like honestly coming to your house i had no fucking clue what to expect i'm like i'm about to meet miley cyrus like of course i watched tana montana are you fucking kidding me i made embarrassing music videos pretending to be you when i was younger and then now as the call her daddy host i'm so excited to meet the woman that is so sexually liberated and it's like an icon for our generation and i had no idea like and i was fully prepared to walk in and be like hi like Kay, sit down like let's have a conversation Mm -hmm. you are like so normal and and yet you're so not normal, but you're normal. And I think that you saying like you've been through trauma and you're finally for the first time in your life, like really like I'm going to do everything for myself. That is so fucking beautiful because that kind of shows me no matter how famous you are or whoever is listening in like Nebraska, everyone has to have that one period in their life where they're like, fuck. Am I doing this for a guy, a girl? Am I doing this for someone else other than me? And then you got to find a fucking way, whether it's through trauma. Yeah, it fucking sucks then. But don't you kind of feel like, oh, my God, oh it's... fuck, it was meant to be because look where I am I'm now. I'm so thankful that all that happened. Yeah, now I think,
1: I don't know why that popped into my brain when I was, like, getting ready. But, like, I was putting on my little kitten heel. And yeah, I you look put, amazing. I was putting on my shit, and I'm like, it's honestly for me. Yeah. And, like, I have a lot of guilt just in my, I just have since I was little, like, I don't know, things have been very easy for me. Like I've always been, if I've tried something once, I could do it. Right. And I know that's not the same for everybody. And I don't know why it's that way for me. And so I had a lot of, I had a really hard time accepting that. And I don't like for things to be easy. I like to work hard. Right. So I'm one of those people that if I couldn't do it first time, I'd do it a hundred times until I could, but I've never really had Had to. Had to do that. The only time that I have really had that experience of just trying to do something that wasn't meant for me or not going to work is in relationships That's and so like crazy. i think i had a big fear of um of being alone because I'm always surrounded by people. So, like, my idea of what's it like to be surrounded by people, it's not surrounded by friends, like 15 people. It's, like, 15,000 people. right? And so the idea of how drastic it goes from being full to being empty is just, like, really dramatic. And so there was just, like, a lot of fear, a lot of guilt,
0: but yes, that's I kind love of therapy. A, yeah, but that and we love. We were literally talking before the podcast. We're like, so I was like, are you in therapy? I'm like, who asks you that? But I'm like, I love therapy. Do you like therapy? It's the best. Like, I fucking love it. It's the best. Um, you, I think that's really beautiful though. That you have enough like self reflection to be like, what am I not? having success in and it is relationships and i can't help but be like miley like you literally have been so famous since you were how young Mm -hmm. and then like to find it's almost like you're now getting to be like okay what do i want to do with my life Mm -hmm. because you went for so fucking long performing in front of so many people pleasing so many people and now it's like wait (laughs) What do you? What that's, makes you happy? That's
1: actually a really interesting perspective because I never really thought about it that way. And I guess that is kind of maybe I'm at the age where that would be like getting out of college, starting your right. first. I mean, most people will be starting their lives yeah. now, and I feel like I'm kind of in that like mid-life success yeah. place, and like or even like beyond the finish line. And there's actually something kind of about I've read about a lot of athletes that have. It's called uh, Winner's Blues. Oh, And it's when you felt too much of like the dopamine and success and the rush that
0: that crash is just so harsh. Trust me, me and athletes on this podcast, we talk about all the time. It's kind of a joke, but like I like to hook up with athletes. And I always say their life is so hard because it kind of ends at like 30, 40, their career. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's like, what do you do?
1: And it can happen the same thing, especially for like females in pop right. music. There's so much like ageism and sexism yeah. that I think it's just, you know, you get feeling like. I just think it's a really good perspective to say, oh, my life is kind of starting now, and I'm at a point where I get to decide what do I want to do with it. And that's what you would be doing if you had been spending years in college or spending years as an intern or lower on the kind of, like, ranking of your job. That now you're at a place where you're, like, 27, 28, 29, 30, where you get to go, okay, like, what am I going to do with all the skills that – i've collected
0: well can i ask you because like listen everyone i think it was the most iconic moment when like you were hannah montana and i know probably for a while you were like i don't even want to hear that fucking name Mm -hmm. for a minute because like kindly shut the fuck up my name is miley cyrus you i mean the bangers era when Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it was like you took everything to the fucking max and you were like this is my clit nipple and we're ready to roll everybody watched (laughs) me twerk everywhere and it was iconic but it was almost like you were trying to break away from the Disney thing mm-hmm. and what do you when you look back on the era what do you like what does it well, make you feel what's so
1: weird about that is also that was for me and right. like just like getting I guess that's the full circle of my story that I was trying to get to was basically I mean I was wondering why I wanted to tell you that but I guess that is why because it's so relevant in my career right. like I never thought I really, really don't care what anyone else is really doing with their life as long as they're being, like, a good person. Yeah. And to me, I just still can't believe that people care so much about what I'm doing. But in the times where I want them to, like when I'm rallying people to fight injustices or – trying to normalize like yeah. my LGBTQ community that I'm proud to be a yeah. part of. When it comes to that, I'm happy that I have the attention that I do. And it's not something that you get to yeah. turn on and off. It doesn't come with a switch. Totally. And so I am really happy that people are so interested and intrigued by me and my choices in my life. Cause that means that I really do have a loud, you know, platform. Yeah. You have a voice, but I definitely think that that VMAs 2013 era was, was kind of a, an awakening. Um, and I guess I'm just going through round two right now. Yeah.
0: But but it was like the first one was like, I mean, obviously, when did you realize like, oh, I'm not I'm not just attracted to men. Like, how young were you? I was attracted to girls way before I ever
1: was attracted to guys. Like, OK. When I was like. 11 years old i used Love to it. think that like Minnie mouse was super fucking hot and like <laughs> Wait, that is which is so good i ended up on disney so my chances with Minnie went up by oh like oh my 100. god you're like
0: Minnie, you me let's fuck yeah she <laughs> like was super Riley? hot
1: to me um i always thought that the female characters in movies were way hotter than any of the guys oh, i yeah. actually never really understood what these girls were doing with these like idiots <laughs> right like, a you're lot like of the that time. penis is disgusting um so way. yeah so that was kind of it and then like yeah when i was like 11 or 12 My friends were starting to kind of like tell me what they were doing with guys, and I didn't really understand it. So I got most of my girlfriends to hook up with me. That is such an amazing. The first time I ever hooked up with anyone was with the girl. Was a girl. Two of them.
0: And did you go past first base? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Miley's like, of course. Oh my god, absolutely. Okay, and then when did you hook up with a guy? Um, I hooked up with, well, I didn't go
1: all the way with the dude. I was 16. It wasn't Nick Jonas. And it wasn't Nick Jonas, <laughs> but I ended up oh. marrying the guy.
0: Oh my God. So that's pretty crazy. So that's the first guy you hooked up with.
1: Yeah. Which I lied and said that he wasn't the first. So I didn't seem like a loser. Okay. But now
0: you're telling it's the truth. It's
1: such more of a full circle story. It's so fucking weird. Cause I couldn't think. I couldn't think of a of anyone he was like, Oh, who have you had sex with And I couldn't think of anyone so I just like made somebody up right. that I knew but we had never actually had sex before and right. then like his friend ended up marrying him and so then it was like oh now my friend is marrying someone you've hooked up with so then when I was like twenty four I had to say that I lied when I was You're 16. like so that was a full blown lie yeah. you're actually It was my a birth. lie that I held on to for like ten years. <gasps>
0: wow. Yeah. And then once you're kinda stuck in a lie, like you're kinda fucked. Oh yeah, then I was like, no reason to like
1: dig old bones <laughs> <Yeah>. up. Like...
0: <laughs> but then you're like, hey, this is directly affecting our life, so I'll tell you. Yeah. Um yeah. Okay.
1: So weird yeah. it directly affected You're my like, life. Like, how the fuck did this happen? It's so like, picked That's a why random. I think that everything's pre programmed yeah. in this world. It,
0: it's supposed to happen. Like, what's meant to be will be. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry for the interruption. I'm just making sure all your dicks are still hard. Guys. If your dick doesn't stay hard that long, no worries. Guess what? Roman fucking swipes. Guys, you know the drill. You're trying to pound the pussy. You're trying to pound that asshole. And you're like, oh my God, for the love of God, Bruno, please don't let me splooge. Oh my God, oh my God. And then you splooge everywhere in 30 seconds. And she's like, hey, what the fuck? That was really quick. No longer are you going to be quick hairy, okay? Roman swipes. It's clinically proven. You swipe a swipe on your dick. You put your dick in her asshole, and you go to pound town. Um, guys, they're effective, easy to use, and fast acting. They don't require a prescription. They're discreet and in unmarked packaging, so you don't have to feel embarrassed if it falls out of your pocket at the bar. You're fine. Guys, Roman swipes last longer. So you guys are going to go to getroman.com slash daddy, and you're going to get your first month of swipes for just five dollars when you choose a monthly plan again that is is slash daddy do you have like a type i know like you you're attracted to people's souls like you're attracted to but do you have like who are you in a relationship i'm so interested no are you hyper crazy and do you like <clears throat> a calm person oh my god i actually do kind of need i usually end up complaining that they're boring oh. but that's what i need I need right? Me too. I'm realizing I need like more calm, very calm. They have to be, I mean, you're confident. fucking Miley Cyrus. You need like a confident guy. Yes. But he can't be the same level as you, like of like screaming No, I and, definitely, like, definitely
1: need like a calming, I need an anchor, I need a weight. But when I was thinking about this yesterday and knowing we we're going to have this conversation, I was thinking about someone has to bring more to the table than their plate. They can't just be like, fill me up all the fucking time. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, that's a big part of my life is filling people back up and that can make me go below zero below E. And so it's really important that I feel fulfilled and um, yeah, they, they have to bring something to the table. Do you
0: think it's like hard because of how mega successful you are? Like, how the fuck are you... Like, how would you ever date a normal person? You can't.
1: So well, like, I think that's what ended up making, like, female relationships make more sense to me. Because, yeah. like, the role that I was in made more sense. Oh, that's interesting. Um, because it was like, well, there's not going to be this weird thing that, like, I pay for everything. And I right. whatever. And then I was like, but that's just, like, a stereotype, too. Like, if I'm going to be with a girl, like, I'm totally down to be with, like, a boss bitch that's, like, as successful or more successful than me. That's yeah. cool, too. But I felt like... The women that I end up being around, it, like, the role fit easier for me because, like, even in my relationship with men, a lot of the times, like, I kind of hold a more dominant. Right. You have the
0: power. You wear the pants a little bit. A more dominant space. Well, how could you not?
1: It felt like that made it less uncomfortable. Yeah. And then it felt like I was choosing partners out of anxiety which is like so much to do with yeah. like my therapy journey too because I don't want to choose who I'm going to be with out of like anxiety yeah, of fear or stereotype because that's like not anything that I represent or believe in is right. like the stereotype so it's like I need to find a guy that's confident enough in himself that he's okay that I am who kind of like are. masculine and strong and just like there's a lot of qualities to me that tend to like associate more with the male role and that's yeah
0: I I yeah I agree I think it's kind of beautiful that you've been like and so I'm I'm okay right now being like yeah it works better with a woman and if I can find a man that can be accepting of that great but for right now for you the female relationship is working better yeah it just made a lot
1: more sense like at a time and then like what's what's funny about that too is like I guess I don't know I guess I've just have been very experimental like I've been with a lot of different kinds of like dudes and chicks like I've been with, like, super femme girls. Yeah. Girls that kind of make me feel more femme. Like, I just really don't have a type. The main thing for me is that someone has to bring something that is elevating my life and like that's in all my relationships not just my sexual relationship totally
0: yeah you need people that are going to be just like as powerful in a room it doesn't have doesn't they don't have to be as successful Mm -hmm. they don't have to have more money but you don't want to feel like you're like dragging this person and giving this person and you're not getting filled up that's awful do you know what your love languages are. I do. I Don't you love, like, finding out people's love languages? Okay, wait, tell me. So my love language kind of makes me sound like an asshole, but it's not. It is acts of service. Oh, wait, I thought, one. no, gifts is more asshole. Yeah, I, I, gifts are crazy. <laughs> You're like, I bitch, act, give me a Chanel I now. I hate gifts. Okay, me too. I really don't like gifts. Cringe, right? Um, okay. Yeah,
1: that's so embarrassing. I don't know what to do with my face. I don't know what to right. do I hate gifts. But I like acts of service oh, I because I would say that on the giving and the receiving end. Like, yeah. if someone that I'm with Tells me, like my closet's driving me crazy. It's totally unorganized. By the time they're home the next day, I've already dealt with it. I'm oh. um, like that. I really love to do things for people. Or if someone says that anything, like I'll I I remember I one boyfriend I had. Like, I think you thought it was really weird that I made him, I made him a bong for his birthday. Oh my God. How? And I like (laughs) handmade this like bong. And then I thought he thought it was kind of weird, but it's like, I would rather someone make something for me. And like that to me is like an act of service. Like I took time. Wait, this
0: is so fascinating. Also talking to you about this because just based off of everything we're talking about, you're talking about the way you give love. Uh huh. How, like and then there's two ways you how the fuck miley here we go okay. how do you receive so love?
1: receiving i also really really like you like when I people like do like access service okay even though i feel like an asshole <laughs> like but i do like when <laughs> right. people do things for me
0: and then my other one is there's physical touch words of affirmation quality time, I like quality, time. quality time quality time is my other one yeah. but quality emphasis
1: on quality like, not just time. Right. I don't want you just, like, to fill the space. Right, right, right. I want you to bring something to the fucking table. A- and that absolutely. is what I, like, really demand now as, like, I'm getting older. Yeah. I allowed so many people to just come and, like, Bullshit add their your toxic time. fucking breath to my air. so and, and, like, suck out the life of my spaces and, like... I'm just over that.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask you like how I think a lot of people look, I always talk about it. Cause it's like, I love to talk about sex, but I also like to talk about like everyone has been through shitty relationships. Everyone's been through heartbreak. And like, mm. is there a little like tip you can give anyone listening to like getting through any heartbreak? We've all been through relationships that we break up. Like, have you found your, okay. so I had a very,
1: oh. very public, of course. very right, like right, right. big breakup that was over a 10 year span of a relationship. And sitting with me now, I would hope you find me to be somewhat this way, which is not the public perception is I'm very logical. I'm very organized. You are. And like very kind of center. And so I love lists. Lists keep my whole fucking world on track. My world would be wrecked if I didn't make lists. That's brilliant. Every day I have a list of what do I want? How am I going to achieve it? What's the next step? And so with heartbreak, I tried to not get lost in the emotion Smart. Not and I also don't like that with women too. It's like, well you're a cold bitch. It's like right. no, no I have the world is gonna keep turning. It's like it's like a death when you lose a love Straight that up. deep. Like Straight it feels up. like a death. It's honestly sometimes that even feels easier because it's right. more you can like put it
0: to bed and move on. You know yes, that person's still can. walking I around. I know. Like, that like the person's
1: still walking on the earth yeah. and choosing every day because it's a choice. Right. Death isn't a choice. Right. And this is a choice. So to not get lost in emotion, to focus on the logics is to make a list of what you were gaining and what you were losing, yeah. what they were contributing to your life and what they were subtracting and to value each of these things by one through 10. So like- Fuck, if, Miley hasn't figured the fuck out. And then add them all up. And if the person was adding- More to your life than you know what is expected for your next relationship. And what they were subtracting, you know what you will not accept ever again. And so you look at these two things and you go, this is what I, okay, so one of the things that are really important to me in a relationship. Yes. Other than active service. Like Besides active (laughs) service, I like people taking care of themselves. I think the way someone treats themselves is a reflection of the way that they'll treat you. So true. So I'm like super into like clean eating. I'm into people taking care of themselves. I knew that the place to meet my next partner was not going to be at, like, a fucking Burger King. No.
0: (laughs) If clean eating and self-maintenance is going
1: to be important, I know to look in communities where those people are going to gather. I now no longer look at, like, any sort of AA meetings because I, myself, have... I I don't really want to help someone on their journey of addiction so much. Because I need to take care of my own self. Right, right, right. But I do, you know, you don't, like, as someone that's living a sober lifestyle... Don't go to the club looking for your next partner, right. you know. So <laughs> put yourself in places where you'll be successful so you don't get stuck on I'm just always wasting my time right. with all these people. It's like you can really control the kind of people that are going to like flow in and out of your life Straight and you up. can create a filtration system. So I have filtered my life of what I will accept and what I will not.
0: I am sorry, but like Uh, you just sounded so like you have it fucking figured out. And I know you don't, but like, no, but that shit right there. I'm like, did everyone, is everyone listening? Write that fucking down. I'm about to go back and listen that that helps with every single thing. And like even people in your life. So you look at the people
1: that like, Matter the most to you, like my mom matters the most to me of anyone. So I write down her qualities of what I love about her, and I try to find people like that because one day I may not have my mom on this earth, and I want to have people that like keep her spirit alive through them. And I do think that there's little there's little sparks of like we're all kind of one, and we've all just divided into these our own little sources of energy and like our own little souls. But we're all kind of like one right. in a way, I think. And so I think that I could find little pieces of her and other people.
0: Dude, that is like so fucking beautiful. So
1: Wait, you're like fucking mature as shit. <laughs>
0: what? Miley, I'm not coming with life. the facts. I'm not
1: in real Fuck. life. I still love dicks and all the things. But I right, think right, that right. the idea right. that that like, I don't know, I just think that there's a level of, uh, there's a level of logic to everything yeah. and not getting lost. No, emotion. that is,
0: that's pretty brilliant. And uh, wait, so are you not smoking weed anymore? I'm
1: not smoking weed anymore. Okay, wait,
0: I'm going to, okay, in the spirit of like being called her daddy, yeah. I always say like, okay, I think it's. High sex is the best sex. Drunk sex is a fucking it. like it's it fun sometimes, it gets sweaty, but though. it's just like Kate, okay, and it's like I a little can't with like sweat. slot. Yeah, I have so a thing about sweat. So high sex can be the best sex, obviously, and obviously, if you were like smoking all the time, you were having high sex, and now that you're not, like, how are you doing?
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm I, doing great. Okay, great. Okay, here's queen. the thing. Here's the thing about this, which is really funny because like. My, I, I'm gonna wait for this to go away because this is gonna get juicy. Airplanes and the night. I'm telling you, I live at fucking Bourbon.
0: <laughs> Fuck! It's really not. It's not right. Yeah, we gotta move.
1: <laughs> we gotta move. We gotta get out of here. <laughs>
0: yeah, Miley like kind of like lives like right at the airport. At the airport. <laughs> it gives me anxiety. Okay. Okay.
1: But what we're we gonna talk about? We we're gonna we, say high sex. Oh, high sex, of course. Yes. So my identity is much. My identity is related to sex in a much deeper way than my sexuality is if that makes any sense. Oh. So like so my identity and who I am as a person is very sexual right. and who I am as a sexual person Is, again, maybe I'm like a selfish psycho. But, like, sex is really, like, about me in my mind. Of course. Everything's about me in my mind, apparently. I won't know,
0: but Um, everything is about Miley. But, like, (laughs) we can give ourselves an orgasm. So like, But I
1: just feel like I... Let me think about this. Let's think about my sex life. I get turned on by, again, like, what people are, like, contributing to my life. Right. And as of right now... Having someone that's also sober, like a partner, is, like, very sexual to me because it's very, like, present and very there. Right. But I think it's really funny how my identity is so wrapped up in sexuality when my sexuality actually just has a lot to do with, like, my identity and who I am as a person. Does that make any fucking Uh, sense?
0: are you guys with us I are you lost me
1: a little... it's just I'm really like, weird on. I just think people think of me as a hypersexual being right like you're having sex all the time 24 7 front of my really which I would <laughs> but like I enjoy sexuality more than I enjoy sex that's a better way to say okay, it okay there we go and I'm much more into sexuality than sex like I but I also don't really fuck with foreplay because I just oh, am too busy
0: wait really I don't
1: fuck with foreplay as everyone will tell you even in my business I do not like to tease things I like to oh. not Say shit and then fucking go for it and scare the shit out of you. Oh my so God. that's my thing. I like, I, I have a lot fucking going on. I don't really have time to like sit around and flick my pussy. I really want right. to get the shit done and fucking get back to editing. Wait, my so what are we video. doing?
0: Like throwing lube on there? I'm throwing we get, lube and hurry. Oh, like hurry, if hurry. If I'm in the mood, we're good. Right, right, right. I don't really
1: need lube, to be honest Okay,
0: with you. so like if I'm you're in like the good. mood, stick it right in.
1: Just hurry. Hurry. I'm kind of like hurry and make it good. Oh, but I'm not like a. I'm not like an old like. Oh, I don't really want to have sex. Right. I go through seasons where like I think I can have sex with women longer than I can with men.
0: Really? But maybe it's
1: because you just get in there and it's like kind of done. Right. And I think women are much more attractive. I don't really want to stare at a dick yeah, for a long like, period get that of thing time. Out of my fucking... do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I could definitely have foreplay longer with a girl than I could with a guy. Wow. I don't really want to look at a penis for any longer than I have to. I think that's why I want it to go inside so it gets out of my face. <laughs> I don't want it in my face. <laughs> Dude, no,
0: I always say to girls I like. I like dicks as an aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, put like them in styles. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I always tell girls that are like, fuck, is it weird as shit? Like, I'm not a lesbian, but I watch girl on girl porn. Girls I'm like, are no, way harder. Because you don't want to see a fucking dick we in your face. We know this. We I know this. I don't, I don't want that. But
1: I la- everyone, I think, can agree that from ancient times, that dicks make wonderful sculpture.
0: Beautiful. But
1: more than that, I am not as interested. <laughs>
0: They're a little scary I sometimes. like dicks
1: as art pieces. Yeah. And sculptural. I love the shape. I think it like really such looks good, good on a table. <laughs> it's good if it can just get in and go away. Because right. I don't want it eyeing me off.
0: Oh, that's such that's a, how I truly feel. That honestly is so I brilliant. I am good about saying that. <laughs> You're like, and listen to that and I'll say it. Fucking Everyone guess.
1: knows that tits are prettier than balls. T- Everybody knows this. Sorry.
0: Queen... It's yes. fucking true Wait can I ask that's you That's why it's
1: all about me Because I'm secretly Just looking at my own body
0: Right You're like I'm so fucking hot exactly. Your dick is ugly But look at this pussy Exactly <laughs> And that's why it's almost Hotter hooking Marjerea up with girls Luxury is for me That's what I'm yes. saying It's all Because you get turned
1: on it- I don't give a fuck On your show you're allowed to say It's all about me It's all about it me is. Like I want to look down And see me in my thing That makes me feel Absolutely.
0: hot Absolutely <laughs> You should just masturbate In front of like have, a mirror I have like, some Chanel time.
1: underwear That are actually not even hot For like a guy They're kind of like granny Right But, but you- they're so fashion. And I'm so obsessed with them. And so you wear them for so you? So I wear them
0: for me. And it's like that's amazing. Can I ask you? Because I think so many fucking women like are so terrified of their like, is my vagina ugly? Like, I feel like my labia lips aren't as cute, or like my clit's big, or like whatever. And I'm like, no, you have to own your fucking pussy. You just gotta become
1: friends with yourself and like dig yourself. Love it. And I also just think that there's like if you're starting to feel bad about your vagina, just Google dicks. And you'll start feeling okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, this is actually like kind of facts. Yeah. Like look at that shrivly little thing, especially when it's done. It's like, oh, look at him, yeah, little no, baby I, no, carrot. I, yeah, we're not like I, <laughs> no, I just like I'm just
1: like not. That's just not my thing. Yeah.
0: And how did like if if you've hooked up with men, can they tell that you're that not I'm not in- as into them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that
1: I wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't into it. Tr- true. So in the moment, yeah. I'm feeling it, but later, are you not I, giving blowjobs? Like if the guy. I've given a blowjob recently, okay, but it wasn't as much fun as I thought it was going to (laughs) be. It honestly just took too long. You're like, that was awful. I actually say every day, like, I don't really want to do morning sex, even though I used to really like to. Yeah, I don't really do it because I've got, like, when I'm thinking about the editors in New York and, like, I'm a little bit worried about them, like, you know... You saw the video yeah, that, like, so making dope. sure the bubble gum looks glossy and like, that's more important. Sure it, it more important. It is more important, and I just don't have time to sit around and like play with my vagina. Right, I need right, it right. to all be on my schedule. And
0: you don't have time then. If you don't have but that, wait, then you don't have time and to, I'm to not get a day.
1: Because men, if they say the same thing, they're a boss. They're running their yeah. business. Like yeah. that would be. What about the men that like? These are not all men. So I'm not generalizing. But right. what about men that like? work on their kids' birthdays. My dad had to work on my birthday. If you're a woman and you're like, listen, I don't have time to give you a blowjob because I want to work, you're an asshole. But if you don't show up to your child's birthday party because you got to get your business done... You're a boss.
0: Yeah. That's, that's fucked up. That is fucked up. That's fucked up. I'm glad you're like so open about this shit because I feel like there are so many fucking girls that are like, yeah, like I just like twirl on that dick and like I'm just like wild and like I don't twirl cent- on th- I don't <laughs>
1: twirl period and no. I definitely don't twirl on that I dick. Do-
0: you're like, I don't do handstands. I'm not a twirler. Wait, okay. L- can I ask you what your favorite position is then?
1: Um, my favorite thing is Lauren Conrad's video of CEO.
0: Wait, what? So
1: someone says, "What's your favorite position?" and she goes, <laughs> "CEO." What the fuck is that? So she's the her that she <laughs> she's the head boss. She's a CEO. Oh, okay, yeah, but <laughs> that's my favorite. Okay, oh, you so want to look at me
0: like not getting? This. No, like, that's oh. like if
1: I not if you're bent over a desk. If you're sitting at the desk with your hands oh. on the keyboard, writing an email to someone that didn't do what the fuck they were supposed to, and you're making sure that they know that that's what happened.
0: Wait, that's kind of that's hot. my favorite position. Okay, that's fair. Okay, I kind of like love that you answered with that, and I hate that. I like was like, huh? Put a vibrator on your clit, put a butt plug up your asshole, and let's fucking go, baby. You guys, Adam and Eve, we have to take a quick minute because you fucking know you're all horny, and you're all like, oh my god, I'm literally masturbating to Miley Cyrus's voice right now. But you don't own a vibrator. If you are listening to this podcast and you don't own a vibrator and you don't have lube adam and eve you guys know the drill it's free shipping and it's delivered discreetly so like your mom's not gonna be like oh my god harriet why did why are there butt plugs waiting at the front door for you no no no. it's discreet free shipping you guys are gonna go onto the website use offer code her daddy that's her daddy at checkout. They have thousands of products. Get the womanizer, get some lube, get some vibrators, and almost any one item is gonna be 50% off. Did you hear me? Any one item that you choose almost is going to be 50% off and free shipping and delivers discreetly to your motherfucking door. Start masturbating, you little fucking whores. Go to adamandeve.com and the offer code is her daddy. That's Adam and Eve dot com. This is an interesting question. Ooh, yeah. Now, now after you like thinking about like you, okay. So uh-uh. you like hooking up with girls. So if you had to pick for the rest of your life, I'm scared. You have to pick either getting eaten out or fingered, and you can't get the other one. Which one are you getting?
1: I'd rather finger myself.
0: Okay, that's. I think like, I'm
1: obsessed with me. Wait,
0: wait. <laughs> I really
1: am. Everyone <laughs> else, like, means guys. If hello. If you eaten out, someone else is going to be in the room, and like right. you're going to feel uncomfortable. I like when um. But when you Megan like getting, the Stallion says. Stop licking my pussy hard That shit's aggravating Like oh. that's really aggravating
0: Yeah Oh no Well cause I think it's, it's hard Cause it's like I feel like there's Not as many people That know how to eat pussy But it Fingering is so underrated And it can be so amazing Okay, oh, cause you're going I'm with fingering I'm just like into me I'm going with fingering But with myself Your, Yourself Yes Honestly that is the most Daddy My tongue is long But it. not that long <laughs> But honestly, like maybe you could If I could down- <laughs> remove a rib, maybe. <laughs> Do you have any favorite sex toys that you can like give advice for the Daddy gang to get?
1: Okay, so here's my advice for you, which recently got given to me, and I thought it was highly valuable. Oh. So I thought I would pass it down okay. generations to generations. Love. So one of my main gays was over at my house helping me pick lighting for above my bed. We were like, are we going to go with a chandelier? Are we going to go with something modern? What are we going to go with? And he's like well, you got to go with the flush mount. And I'm like, what the fuck's a flush mount? And he's like, you got to make sure it's like really tight to the ceiling because you don't want when you stand up to hit your head on the light fixture or like try to grab onto it for fun and then pull it out of the wall and then it come crashing down and part of the chandelier go through your partner's sternum. Now you're a murderer. and you like I'm sorry, it. Like, what? It got so deep, but I was like, apparently he's like speaking from like I'm guessing from trauma or experience. (laughs) He's like, this has
0: happened to me. So he stands
1: up on my bed. Luckily, he's six foot two. So I did go with the chandelier, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. Okay, great. So he was telling me that for future reference to always be really, see, that this is about a lot. This is about logic. I'm all about logic. So for particular, you got to be very particular about lighting above your bed because it's one step away from being a murderer. That's the advice that I was given.
0: Wait, that is really interesting. So So he said
1: that the chandelier was like, if you grab onto it, if it comes out of the wall and you pick one of the ones that are like classic, like chandelier style, that it can come down and go crashing through the person's sternum. And that seems like a nightmare trying to explain,
0: Miley. If I'm going
1: to kill someone, it's definitely not going to be with a chandelier. So wait,
0: even though that's kind of chic. Is anyone following where when I said what's a good sex toy? You want you said advice. You, oh wait, so that was advice. My wait, advice. Okay, for so you. I feel like everyone listening is like, okay, don't put the chandelier above. the Yeah, don't okay, put the chandelier it, okay, okay. just because
1: you don't want to kill someone. Honestly,
0: one. I and would, you don't want to hit your head. That's embarrassing. And also, I feel like like the whole murder thing. I'm just like not down. I'm like, already I'm not in the mood.
1: weird. I'm already weird about getting embarrassed. Like I get embarrassed really, really easy. Really, wait, why? Get like red, it will stick. Like if Wait, I get, what like... what would
0: you get embarrassed about? Like in the bedroom,
1: I just don't really ever want. Like if like, you like accidentally queef, crazy like, <gasps> sounds. Oh yeah, crazy sounds. Dude, that's so fucking or worse. Falling. You can't. Yeah. I like i am always scared that I'm gonna like roll. We- I have fa- when you fall off a of bed mid-sex and There's you try to you're like no let's keep
0: it going and it's like I don't do falls like
1: <laughs> falls freak me out I've really only fallen knock on what is probably gonna happen to me soon a handful of times in my life and this is I'm not trying to do it and do you just stop you can't continue sex I'll continue and try to make it a, a shtick because right. that's like but that's in the, your head you're like that's I hate the like, kind of like physical comedy in me to like be like right. that was on purpose it's like a Charlie Chaplin kind of move yeah. but no
0: you're it's, like but no I'm actually not enjoying this now I just
1: like I would not want anything really embarrassing to happen.
0: I I actually Killing agree. someone with
1: a chandelier seems really embarrassing. I feel
0: like that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate. It's not even embarrassing. But I did it's think it was and I was
1: wondering why I didn't think about it
0: before. No, I actually like I I think cuz a lot of people don't um put chandeliers. Have lighting over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a light already that's when a I rich moved bitch in, problem. but it was down
1: towards the end, which I thought was okay. Okay, yeah. And then he was saying no because what if you go the other way? Like it's just That's a rich person problem. (laughs) Listen, this was apparently like a six foot four gay guy problem. I don't think I'm ever going to get close enough to a light, but I did think it was good advice.
0: Okay, so everybody listening, guys, chandeliers, no no fucking
1: go. No fucking go. Or just anything that could like you don't want to be you don't you don't want to mix interior and sex no that's that's really
0: great advice i honestly have never thought about that specific situation and i'll always keep that in mind see now when you walk into a hotel room and there's a fucking light above the bed you're gonna think about me you're gonna be like "Uh, no cap the light cap the light we're done okay what about do you use sex toys or just your fingers
1: Um, I like sex toys. Most of my sex toys I use as see, I'm I'm very um contradictory. I was just saying don't involve sex and interior design, but I do like sex toys as interior design. Okay. So a lot of the time I'll buy a dildo and like more than about its operation, I'll this is You want it to look cute? This is from Pleasure Chest. So this is actually like real but I don't really want to get in there with it because I love the way that it looks Wait, on my Wait, yeah, cable. guys, it's
0: really like a blue sparkly dick and it's honestly... It's so cute. Uh, it's really cute. It's really, really cute. It's really cute. So
1: I'm really into dildos for interior design and I buy them for myself, but I end up using them for interior design. So like
0: you're like, I'll probably use that one day and then you end up just putting it out in like your family room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do you like vibrators?
1: I like vibrators, um... But I really just like mostly aesthetic. And I feel like I'm like pretty good with like dealing with myself.
0: Wait, that's pretty great. Yeah. And how do you, like when do you think you got super, like you said you've always been confident, but do you think you've always been like super confident sexually within yourself? I've gone through a lot of seasons. Like I feel like
1: it's very reflective of where I am. And if you talk to me in a year, which we should, we should talk uh, about this again when I'm not busy. Because when I'm not busy, my sex drive is totally different. Really? And I think that's something like, it goes up also with women i when i'm working it goes down cuz i'm like oh, so same. in my zone of yeah, working you're that you're up. kind of like i don't have time for it one that. i did read an amazing book about kind of like adrenals and your hormones and i have low cholesterol and when you have oh. low cholesterol it affects your sex drive and when i'm like working i don't eat as regularly then my cholesterol gets low. Your cholesterol controls all the hormones in your body. So when you get low blood sugar, low cholesterol, not eating like snacks and things like that. Yeah. By the end of the night, if I'm hungry, I'm definitely not horny.
0: Wait, that's why I never even knew that. That's really good information. You got to check your cholesterol. So people, guys, cholesterol. I'm but like, really logical. Dude, that's really smart because like I feel like there are so many girls like, why am I like never horny? And like, check your cholesterol. You Apparently, Miley says check your it cholesterol. It creates all your hormones
1: and it'll change your life sometimes oh I will like okay what is
0: fucked up is if I
1: will eat like something like crazy like I'm like fuck this I've been working all day I'm ordering like a shit ton of Mexican food Yeah. then all of a sudden I get horny I'm like horrible timing what? like I was looking so hot and then all day long and and then fuck?
0: but then I get it's my cholesterol goes up oh. and my blood sugar <gasps> And then you're like, I'm going to go poop. I can't have sex right now. I don't sometimes feel you hot. just got to knock it all out. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got to do it all. Wow. Okay, wait. This is kind of like a really interesting question that like is kind of turning. But like how many times have you been in love?
1: How many times have I been in love? I've been in love three times. Three. I've been in love three times. Wow. But I've been in love more than in love with anyone else one time and then I think that kind of sticks around yeah um but I've been in love I've been in love with I would say one person who is a girl that I still think about and like dream about all the time but you just know that something just doesn't fit and I think that's something that I learned a lot in therapy too like you just can't try to fit this fucking square into a circle because you start driving yourself to a place where like Trying to make something that is physically impossible work, yeah, will drive you insane.
0: That is like so fucking mature of you to say that, because I think that sometimes when there's love, it's really hard to walk away from something, even if it's not working. But the fact that you can sit here and be like, "I'm in love," like I love, I also that don't person. believe in
1: once uh, you love. Uh, me either. Fuck I don't that. believe in once you love. Fuck no. because there are qualities that people bring to your life that totally. one person never will again, or one like totally. they're just. I don't believe in want you love.
0: The fact that your answer to if you want to get eaten out or fingered and you said, I want to get fingered, but I also want to do it my fucking self. Yeah. Miley fucking if Cyrus. You, dude, that's your daddy game. Yeah. You know? This is the way it
1: rolls. If you want something done right, do it you yourself. do it the fuck yourself. Did you guys period. fucking hear that? That's what I'm saying. That's Otherwise, the fucking tea. you're gonna have to like give notes yeah. and give feedback. I get the of I also out of don't want to like give someone a pat on the back after it's honestly (laughs) not that hard and it's not that hard and also i could probably do it better that's what i'm saying yeah i just can't reach
0: wait okay so your new song sex
1: and interior design go actually really hand in hand i love how you keep saying interior. (laughs) here's the thing about it i love interior design here's the thing about it my only problem with not being able to do interior design by myself is a lot of the times i can't reach otherwise i could do it all myself
0: You're kind of like the woman that does
1: it all. So you're like, just get a fucking ladder. Just get a ladder. Like,
0: if you could get a ladder, then you would get a (laughs)
1: ladder. I'm scared of heights. I'm scared of heights. I hate flying. Wait, can I ask you? I have people ask to move. Like, people won't sit by me on the plane.
0: Wait, really? Swear to God. We This why? one
1: woman was sober and started drinking beers ferociously because I was um, screaming that we're not getting enough speed. And so she ordered a beer. We're not getting enough speed, so We sir. never, do you ever feel like you are? Don't you hate when you get up in the air then all of a sudden it feels like they go, <laughs> and I can feel like I'm like, Wait, I don't... do you fly commercial? Yeah, and I Wait, hate flying. how does that go? Um, Apparently not so well because I'm like boycotted by, well, I'm I've actually, quiet. yeah, there, I was on a no fly list for a second and I'll show you because everyone assumed I was just going to bring in Drugs. Wait, but then I fixed it. I could only go into work, basically. So yeah, the the flying gets a little sketch because I get
0: searched like extra crazy. I think that's literally the complete opposite of what I thought. Oh no, it's hard because people come up to me. You're like, I can't because they They think I'm bringing drugs. They just assume that I'm bringing drugs. Wait, what? And but you can fly kind of like like people don't come up to you like too crazy like a People bug
1: me. Um, I actually like people not treating. Me special. Yeah. So I had a guy on a Queen on Delta the other day that treated me like shit and I <gasps> loved him. Boring. wait you're like, I'm horny. Yeah. <laughs> I'll actually so fuck much. you <laughs> wow. He was like mad at me because I was watching my H G T V too loud oh. and I could never hear him when he was asking me things. <gasps> and he was annoyed. And I loved him. He was mean to Bradley too. He was mean to you. Wait, that's kind but of what amazing. we want him over. You're like him I over. fucking. But this love like, Queen it. on Delta was so fucking mean to me and I like wanted to give him the biggest hug for it, but he did not want to hug from me. <laughs>
0: But you're like, I love you. He's like, bitch, what are you talking about? I hate yeah, you. Yeah, he did not like me. Wow. But I loved him. Okay, so you're afraid of people I hate when
1: people are, like, treat people special. Me too. I'd it, rather, like, yeah. I definitely treat the people that are, like, the lowest on the call sheet the better best. than I would at the the top. I
0: have so much respect for because you Because so that. many people already fucking do that for the people at the top. You don't need me to jerk you off. Everyone else is. It, 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 boom and I think it's also refreshing because like you are so like I mean sitting here with you I'm like I you're so normal that it. it's the tree's getting gorged by the way I know it's guys like wait like do we look so party. hot in these cameras yes, right now this is Miley's tits are popping we're ready this is the G. um can you just just because it's like my childhood and I'm thinking about it sorry I just pulled this um do you now feel like you're in a place where like you can accept Hannah Montana and you look back and you enjoy it because honestly your throwbacks are fucking everything I'm obsessed
1: with it right? they taught me how to glue my fucking wig down yeah the extensions I was already so ready for this world you know they prepared me in a way that you cannot pay money for Yeah, my wig was snatched at like age 11 what were you doing
0: bitch you were literally in it everyone wanted your hair I (laughs) love
1: that there's this video of me and I'm probably like 12 and I'm going through my fucking tour bus and I have a shirt that says just got off the couch walk and I'm talking about how it's my favorite and then I turn around and I'm like and that's my wig and I'm like what 11 year old do you know that has <laughs> hey guys that's my real wig. hair lace front sitting on a mannequin <laughs> head with just like it no, was, one. It was dream, no one it was Miley. a no one that is kind of wild it seemed like a nightmare when I wanted to escape it but that's just being 18 like yeah you want to escape who you are even yeah. if it was just someone from you know well and
0: sometimes you just need a little bit of distance to then like appreciate it and obviously during bangers and stuff you're like stop calling me fucking hannah montana the same way in
1: relationships too like yeah at first when i got out of my long time relationship and it didn't work and that was really like traumatizing also now i'm in a place where i just look at it and love it and like respect it and it just is such an amazing time in my life all the relationship that i had for 10 years was an amazing time in my life and the relationship that i had like with myself as Hannah and, like, all that. That was a great time in my life. And, like, I loved working with my dad every day at the time. I didn't know how lucky I was. Right. Like, so all the times in my life, even the ones that have been really fucking, in my mind, not the best, somehow they just added up to, like, I love who I am so much right now that if any of those things wouldn't have happened, I'm not sure you're that here. I would be the same person. So I'm just super stoked.
0: Dude, that is so fucking beautiful, Miley. And I'm so happy for you, honestly. Like, when you were showing me your music video, I was like, you look really happy and you're so proud of what you're doing. And, like, you can tell. I mean, the fucking song... Guys, go listen to the fucking song because, my God, it's like the a little it, it is so fucking good. The song is... The song is... I felt like a bridge
1: that was like really missing through my narrative yeah. for my fans and for the public. And I'm just so happy that I was able to build it my fucking self. So dope. Fucking water under the motherfucking bridge. Let me move on. Because also, I mean, another thing that I guess is... Really relevant for your show is that I feel like as a woman I was villainized for moving on. Yeah, and that's I really think that that's not acceptable. Yeah, at the time I had posted, you know, George Clooney and Brad Pitt and all these guys like Johnny Depp who have gone through women and they're known as like players yeah, and amazing. Exactly. Yeah, or they're like
0: glamorized and it's like oh they're so hot and they're amazing and, and everyone's One thing it. is like I
1: would have much rather the public, you know, like I guess.
0: Like, why are you not a villainize me
1: because of my sexuality? But they tried to make me seem like I was disloyal, which is yeah. like so against my fucking character. You attacked my fucking character, yeah. And my character is everything that is my foundation. That's like what I thrive on. Even being on your show, like I'm not someone that'll sit here and be like, I just sit around like watching porn and I'm so sexual and I'm like, I'm like, I know what I'm talking to. I know what the yeah. show is, but that's not me. Like, yeah, it my art and like me taking care of my dogs and me taking care of my You're business real, like that's yeah. my fucking priority and like i'm not gonna act like i'm something that i'm not or i'm more sexual than i am because that's always just like that's like for your entertainment and not for me and for me like i'm much more into building my business right now i'm not that into building up my relationship yeah I'm just, that's any, so empowering any just dude also would like, be considered a boss yeah for putting their business first and, and the then, woman second. like yeah. mm-hmm. it's so fucked up and like i, you, I love that like when I go through my neighborhood too, that like, I bought my fucking house. Yeah, I bought my fucking car, and like, I am not shaming any woman that does not like. Yes, live your fucking life, do your thing. I just know that that wasn't my mom's story. Yeah, that wasn't my grandma's story. So I'm like a first generation.
0: You're boss doing it. That yeah, you're way. a boss. You're and my boss. mom actually
1: at 55 year old just bought her own car, and she started crying. She's like, "Your dad Stop. has always bought my car for me." my her dad bought her car for her my mom at 55 just bought her own how, fucking like, car how like how
0: amazing is it she like, fucking loves it. it when i i just like got my like first like nice apartment in new york and i'm like it is the most satisfying thing cuz i've been in a relationship with a guy that bought everything mm-hmm. for me and like working my ass off for a show and like being able to buy my own shit i'm like that feels better I than i would rather rent it. a
1: fucking closet for somebody and right. pay for it than live in like your fucking mansion. Right. So i'm just so stoked like when i come home it's like I get to choose what fucking color the couch is yeah. and I can't choose. So I picked all fucking three colors. <laughs> and like, that's what I want. And bitch. that's what I want. And yeah. so that just feels really good. And like, so at this time, like for me, I'm just like super secure in who I am. And I just don't feel like I I feel like I've like acted enough in my life. And yeah, that's and now you're like, this is me. For me. And it. that's too exhausting to be working all the time. But luckily, I've never really had to do that. And I've never felt like an actress. The only time that I felt like I was ever acting in my personal life is in relationships that were no longer working for me. So I just encourage people to be logical. Don't get a totally, don't drown in emotion. Make your fucking list. Look at what someone is contributing and what someone's subtracting to your life and then make an executive decision. And if you're not
0: fucking happy, get
1: out. If you're not happy, get the fuck out.
0: Miley Cyrus, you... I just want to also like w- last comment to about what you just said. Cause I think that is the most empowering female statement of you being like, how the fuck was I villainized for moving on Dude, too fast? Actually, Everybody go fuck yourself. That's like
1: a really big part of this song. Yeah. And oh, okay. I just feel like the video and controlling my fucking narrative. It's yeah. unfair that someone taking a photo from a helicopter is allowed to control my narrative, but it feels below me. To at that time engage in public opinion, and it just
0: how do you like deal with that? It's infuriating. I've gotten a
1: lot of control. That's why in the um, that's why in the song it says I can't bite the devil on my tongue. Oh, so it's like I'm gonna say this now. Got it. It's about like you know some people have like the devil and angel on the shoulder. The devil lives on my tongue, so usually I just lash out and say the first thing that fucking comes to mind but it's never benefited me. And right. Because when you think about it, and I've like now allowed life to do its magic, and I've understood its purpose, and that was just a bridge for me to get out of my situation, and like that woman made me really happy at the time, and right. that was like the way that I dealt with it, and there's not a hand- handbook as much as I can give you advice. There's no handbook of how to deal with heartbreak. It's all very like yeah. everyone's an individual, and will handle it in their own way. And so... I felt like this song is, like, for the kind of looking at my life as a, as my personal life or people looking at my career, I felt like there was a gap between the public perception and the truth. And I just think it's really fucked up that women are villainized for moving on.
0: Dude, it is... Miley I'm so happy you're saying that because I think like I remember seeing that but you articulating it in that way it it just sheds so much light on like how fucked it's really fucked up and then you have to sit here and try not to say anything because you're trying to be above like like you said the helicopters above but it's like at what point do you speak up and I guess what you're saying right now is through my fucking music
1: by like by engaging yeah in that pettiness one it it isn't good enough for me. Yeah. Like that's kind of the thing about having standards. Like, yeah. and I like sitting here as a fucking female saying that's not good enough for me. Yeah. I won't engage in that. That's below me. Yeah. That is not a problem to say that. I think it's really fucked up that women have been made to feel like you're not allowed to say this is for me. Right. That's below me. This is what's acceptable. Right. It's like, Oh, you're being a bitch. Yeah, no, I'm that, being a fucking boss. That's Go unacceptable fuck to fucking come and like put yourself in my life and then put me on the cross for it. Like that's right. fucked up. You totally yeah. villainize me for that. But Let me clap back at you when I can articulate it properly and poetically and put it in my song and then you can stream my clap back.
0: Bitches, go listen to the song. It's so fucking good. I'm so happy for you that you are putting something out right now that you're like, oh, that's me. This is this is it. And like people are going to fucking love it. My Debbie Harry dream. Oh, my God. So right now when this episode is out, guys. Miley's song is out that's freaking me that, that is so wild me. yeah it's freaking me yeah, I can't like believe you're fucking future. here I'm here and you're putting out this song the music video is amazing she Thank looks you. so fucking hot Thank you. I was like trying not to like freak out Feed on her couch. Halloween please oh, guys literally she has like seven different looks how many looks i have Six, five, five, five looks every single one halloween looks yes <laughs> and i'm like, I mean, gonna do the every body single suit one is
1: like r- makes you feel a type of way oh it, it made me feel a type of little
0: sex you guys yeah. so go and you listen trash
1: the tights that's a good thing by the end okay, of the video so they're it. all like ripped which okay. i thought was super hot too and like and then
0: it looks good after a party exactly it, works. it fucking works exactly so midnight sky yep out now yes Go watch the video. Yes, listen to it 19 million times. Yeah, tweet us. Tell yeah. us you liked the episode. Yeah, we love you guys, Miley Cyrus. Thanks for coming
1: over. Thank this you. was really fun. This was really fun. I really like talking about this kind of shit.
0: I loved having you on the show. I had so much fucking fun. You are officially a part of the daddy fucking gang. Thank you. <gasps> cool. That was so,
1: that was so fun. fun. That was so good. cute.
0: Do you guys remember? <laughs> Do you guys remember the broom? me my hair the broom people made fun of me it looked a little ugly a little waspy a little crunchy a little noodles not anymore function of motherfucking beauty guys function of beauty the best conditioner and shampoo in the game it's customizable the cutest fucking gift you guys get the bottles and they're customizable so you go on and you take a hair quiz which is kind of fun and you decide what do I want to work on is my hair so frizzy is my hair so curly so whatever the fuck you're dealing with damage from my highlights whatever it is you guys tell them what you want to work on in your hair and they customize a shampoo and a conditioner bottle and then you guys get to pick it makes you kind of feel rich even if you're not you guys get to pick the color of your shampoo and your conditioner so i have an orange shampoo and then i have a blue conditioner so it's cute and then you can also customize it with your name it's also super cute as a gift they also have body wash and body lotion, so they have a bunch of cute stuff, and you can pick the fragrance of it. The peach one is amazing. So guys, you're going to go to functionofbeauty.com daddy to take your four-part hair profile quiz, and you're going to save 20% off your first order. If you guys need new shampoo and conditioner and it's really fucking cute, you guys are going to go to functionofbeauty.com daddy for 20% off. Again, that is functionofbeauty.com slash daddy. Daddy gang, it is your father. I, I, don't even, I don't even know what to say right now. Let's all just take a minute. Um, that was such a fucking cool experience. I hope you guys enjoyed Miley. I think after the episode, we talked a little bit more and she was just saying how she wants to come back on in a... T- oh, fuck. She wants to come back on in a downtime because like you kind of heard her talking about she has seasons seasons of when she's super horny and seasons when she's working and right now she's working and then we can get her when she's in her horny mode and we can really hear what she's up to um, just like giving you guys my perspective. Hi to the daddy gang like that woman is so fucking real and so cool and I was so honored to just be able to like chill with her and go to her house and sit with her and talk with her like I just did and the only reason that was possible was because of everyone fucking listening to this podcast I wouldn't have been able to meet her and to interview her and to get that episode out if it wasn't for the daddy gang I just wanted to have like a little moment of appreciation for you guys. I'm very aware that I am where I am today because of you guys. So thank you so fucking much for supporting this show. Not trying to get sappy with it, but um I have to for a minute. Also, this is not the end. Um now that you guys are finished this episode, <laughs> I have more. Guys, I vlogged while I was at Miley's house. I vlogged my entire experience when I found out we were getting Miley on the show. You guys will see me in the hotel room finding out we vlogged the entire experience. So, if you guys want, go to my YouTube channel um, and you guys can watch that. It's really dope. It's a lot of behind the scenes shit that I know sometimes on podcasts. You're like, wait, I want to watch it. Well, you can. So, go to my YouTube channel. It's Alexandra Cooper. Um, and then also it will just be linked on all of my social medias and first wipe ups. So that's just Alexandra Cooper for my Instagram and then also call her daddy will have the link as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed this next week. Um, I'm going to do a solo episode um, and I think I want to just catch up with you guys. I feel like, I had an amazing trip in LA. I met so many amazing people, but I kind of want to just have like a week with the daddy gang where we can just chill. And I want to update you guys on my life. I want to talk to you guys. I've been reading a lot of DMs. I definitely miss a little like I missed it a little. I miss you guys. So that's what I'm just I just want to vibe a little next week. Go back to like OG call her daddy. Um, but I hope you guys fucking loved this i love you fucking guys i had so much fucking fun i'm so excited and finally oh my god as much as i loved putting out this episode i'm not gonna lie i'm a little fucking excited to get back on track and to say i will see you fuckers next wednesday